0: Action. hello and welcome to another episode of the everest critics joined as usual by chris and let's now go on to the x-men franchise which aside from i think Dark phoenix and new mutants were technically released after the acquisition of fox is essentially a fox franchise yeah 20th century fox um so there are 13 films consisting of the original x-men trilogy There's a Wolverine trilogy. There's the newer kind of rebooted X-Men films, of which there are four? Four, There are two Deadpool films and The New Mutants, which lived and died very quickly. So the X-Men film series. I mean, kind of timeline-wise, let's not even bother. (coughs) It fucks itself so many times. That is true. Um, I mean, particularly like the Wolverine trilogy, which I only saw for the first time, like in advance of this podcast. But there are like post-credit scenes at the end of both of those films, neither of which lead into any of the other films, and you're just like, "Well, what was the point of that?" <laughs> but um, that's poor planning.
1: What, what, doesn't the what's um, the post-credit of the Wolverine?
0: Um, the Wolverine is uh, about um, was it the Essex Corporation?
1: oh never mind then okay fair enough
0: which may uh, uh, maybe logan related. yeah i was gonna
1: say it kind of maybe a bit logan maybe. a bit New technically uh, maybe but it, technical. does, it, does that also link to days of future parts that's what i was thinking but i don't know if that's the end credit scene i think that travels right at the end
2: also end, the end credit scene for the wolverine isn't that him
1: getting the wolverine suit and he never puts it on i have no idea
0: I think is there was that... a tease of like the yellow X Men costumes, wasn't yeah, but... there? And they just never did that. I mean, the the the, the, the kind of yeah, timeline wise and um, chrono- chronology wise, this whole thirteen uh, um, films are a mess because yeah. they I mean, at the end of X Men Origins Wolverine, it reveals that Deadpool was still alive. That leads absolutely nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Does I, it? I know they. Yeah. Deadpool, which is, you know, the mute one, yeah. he, he sort of picks his head up, which, when he's been decapitated, picks yeah. it up.
1: And that's um, in, like, the 80s or something, and obviously, the first Deadpool is, I assume, is set in present. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I, I know they call back to it at the end of Deadpool 2, but you've yeah. also got, like, um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, like, <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse, right? Mm. <laughs> Revealing that Jean Grey, she reveals her Dark Phoenix, and then in the film Dark Phoenix, oh. God. It's just
1: like, bro! Eh, well, <laughs> we
0: sort of, we came too early there, so Fucking we'll... Hell. That annoys
1: me so much, I'm not going to lie, fuck me.
0: That was like a pre-com, and, and they were like, nah, we, we need to...
1: Can I just know. say, I,
2: I, in, uh, not related to that, that, that they'd really annoy me, but I take it as the first class series of films is a different kind of, I know Days of Future Past kind of debunks it's like a different timeline to that of um the other ones, but like, yeah. just... Yeah.
0: I'm not too mad at it, to be honest. I think you accept it. But, you know, First Class is set in, what, the 60s. Then by Dark Phoenix, it's the 90s. None of these characters have aged at all, and it's been at least 30 years.
1: Yeah. But, and again... Think back to X-Men 1. Patrick. It's like, that's set in 2000, and Patrick Stewart yeah.
0: is all in <laughs> the <whole> spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that is kind of by the by. But, um, so should we get into our rankings? Or do you yeah. want to sort of comment on the, why, the whole franchise as a a quick hole.
1: Um, I just want to say a quick, uh, quick! also, I've got Joe's rankings by the way, so we can add that into um, Ooh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> the, uh, the dead weight mate, as he was called by that guy back in 2018, whenever it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, so I think Chris will agree with me, but I'm going to speak for myself. I feel like the X-Men franchise gets a lot of unnecessary hate. I think these films are better than people say they are. I think there's more good films than bad. That's for me, <laughs> personally. Good. um i enjoy a lot of these quite a lot um i would say some of these i enjoy quite a bit more than mcu films i know people love off mcu but you know it's not the holy grail of all that is good you know what i mean um there are massive continuity errors i get that but i think especially like the newer ones like uh first class Days, future past etc that I think some of the acting in those ones, from particularly from Michael Fassbender and uh, James McAvoy, is like, and even Wolverine as well, is like clear of a lot of the acting we see in the MCU, I think, like, yeah, they're sick of acting man.
2: yeah, they're fucking amazing. I mean, what is it
0: about the X-Men franchise that attracts massive actors like Patrick Stewart, um you've got um Ian McKellen Ian McKellen. Um, you've got uh, Halle Berry, Hugh Jackman, James Marsden. You know these are the OGs. I think Kelsey Grammer was beast. Yeah, um, so they're they're big names. You know yeah. they might have got bigger with the X Men franchise as well. I think Halle Berry won her Oscar in between like one and two or two and three. But yeah. I and mean, even the X Men First Class, James McAvoy. Um, uh, you've got Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, um, Evan Peters. Nicholas um,
2: Jennifer yeah. think that she doesn't like wearing the blue suit why did she sign up to this fucking franchise <laughs> you can tell
1: as the films progress as well she wears less and less and less makeup
0: That's <laughs> and then um, like even like sophie turner and stuff so so they attract big actors and you know they're not kind of maybe a a list but they are kind of very recognizable and, and of their kind of generation good um but yeah it's just yeah interesting but, um, Chris, any any general thoughts about the franchise? Do you agree with Obi that you know it yeah, gets like, a short trip? I
2: I, I remember one of the first like I guess you could say older age films that I watched was X Men One, and that's and I was pretty young when that first came out. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, you'd
0: have been seven.
2: Seven. Yeah, so I got X Men One Point Five on DVD, and uh, yeah, so that was that was interesting. I don't know what I don't know what the extra stuff was, but like for me. I actually really like the original trilogy. Mm. Um, I think the third film does it in injustice a little bit, but it's still a good film, mm. uh, I think. This is from my memory. I only got halfway <laughs> through it. Um, but I think it's a very there's a lot darker and grittier, the original three, I think. And I think that's what I like about it. Um, I feel like the Wolverine films, bar Logan, are basically their way of like expressing the unknown about... Wolverine throughout the first three films. Uh, I like that it's essentially first class is basically like a soft reboot, isn't it? And then mm. the from mm. that, and I think they fall short after Days of Future Past yeah. because they try to do too much in too little time.
1: Yeah,
2: like X Men One, Two, and Three is essentially but very quickly, a lead up to the Dark Phoenix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, this film, like you said, they show the Phoenix, then they show a different Phoenix, yeah. which yeah. really tie in with one another. I like they they tried to they try to do something which keep the franchise going because of how poor Apocalypse was.
1: Yeah,
2: they just fumbled it. They just fumbled massively. New Mutants. Uh, this is the problem. This is the thing I we'll, we'll have with New Mutants and, and Dark Phoenix. They're both meh films. They're films that actually, at the surface, I don't think are that bad, but they're pointless stories.
1: Mm. Yeah. My-
2: Deadpool, I, think- I like Deadpool, but Deadpool 2 was basically a rehash of the same joke from Deadpool 1, just a little bit differently. I like the cast, but meh. Yeah.
1: But- I don't really like Deadpool at all, but I feel like my I had to put it... If I, to be honest, if I was given my like true... I don't know feelings. It probably be they'd be both be really close to the bottom. But I think they are good films. I just don't like them as much as most people do. So I had them probably higher up than my f- actual feelings reflect. <laughs> no, put them where <laughs> your feelings reflect.
2: This is a feelings one, mate. Do what you yeah. want. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll let the we'll let the one listener have a go at us on on. <laughs> um, I think for me, like these, particularly the OG trilogy, they came out before the kind of current popularity of superhero films. So first X-Men was 2000, second one was 2003, and the final one, 2006. I think Superman Returns with the Brandon Ralph, I think that was 2006. Yep. And there was the Blade franchise. Batman Begins was 2005, time. I think. Yeah, exactly. Blade franchise was, was around this time as well, but that was very much aimed at 18, you know, 15, 18, whereas this was 12. I know the DVDs are 15, but that's the extra stuff. But so this, you know, arguably helped boost the popularity. I, I mean, you could, I don't know the ins and outs, but you could argue without the success of X Men X 2, would you have had Superman Returns? Would you have had Batman Begins? You know, would you have had Hulk in 2008? I don't know. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm just saying that these preceded the current DCEU um, MCU, which, you know, can't can't be forgotten or mm. overlooked because this was at a time when you know superhero films were not
1: were not, not popular.
0: popular not yeah. popular and you've got and the thing about these films is they are all ensembles
1: mm.
0: which again you know it took what four five mcu films before you had an ensemble film whereas x-men straight up is like we're introducing you to Xavier Magneto Storm you know all of these characters um, which again, neg- I think it negotiates them pretty well. Um, I think what what for me, and we'll get into the rankings in a sec. But the the films I've got towards the bottom of my rankings are all where I think they don't do well with the um, ensemble. Mm-hmm. So X Men Origins Sorry. Wolverine
2: oh, tries. Thank you. Uh, when you say ensemble, what do you mean by that in terms of film?
0: Like multiple big actors essentially okay so so for me x men origins wolverine is the first half of it i liked but they there was too many characters um and it felt like another x men film rather than a wolverine film whereas the wolverine strips that back focuses more just on logan or the wolverine which was better um mm-hmm. dark uh, apocalypse um tries to add too many extra characters i mean you try to introduce storm Angel, um, Nightcrawler. It was just too. They spread themselves too thin. Mm. Um, and again, even Deadpool Two, like this, I like it less than Deadpool One because they just like, okay, what does this film franchise need? More characters. And again, that you know, Cable doesn't really get that much to do. Firefists is shit. You know, it, it. That's where they let themselves down. But the first, the original trilogy and the first two of the new franchise were were um balance the cast really well but that's just
2: although i agree with what you're, what you're saying they do introduce loads of characters they don't introduce but they have tons of characters in days of future past and they introduce a shit ton of characters in 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 first class and they introduce a shit ton of characters in x-men one
0: yeah I, I i know yeah and i agree with you but i think it's it's balanced better um yeah no yeah you are with days of future past you've already the audience already know the new crop and they already know the old crop whereas apocalypse has got all of the original character you know all of the new crop plus they're trying to add on the new ones so the younger version of storm the younger version of nightcrawler and it was just too much on top of already having i'm sorry the younger gene gray um so to me it was too much um but let's get into the ranking. So we'll go kind of reverse order. Um, right at the bottom of my list is Dark Phoenix, um, which...
1: Can I think... just say quickly, actually, before you get into it, there's only... So obviously I've tallied up the scores for us um, and we're going to do an official ranking on the on the Instagram, like a combined ranking of all of us. Um, there's literally only one film that everybody agreed on and I think you can all guess what film that is. So, um, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um So we're your average
0: critics on Instagram. Give us a follow. Um, But yeah, Dark Phoenix, for me, um, the fact that they just ignore most of Apocalypse, um, even though it was only a couple of years afterwards, um, I don't think we'd built up enough care about this current Jean Grey for us to sort of be like, oh no, she's going evil. Um, The character that Jessica Chastain played was just shit. I remember there being a... A scene where they're fighting outside a house, and Magneto, for some random reason, just brings up a tube train.
1: Yeah, and it's, I like that scene.
0: <laughs> I was like, "That's cool," what? but what was the point? It felt like such a mess. They were just sort of like, they had like, I guess, set pieces that they wanted to do,
1: mm-hmm. and when and then just put the plot around think,
2: it. Outside a house, he brought up a train.
1: Is is a subway? Like when he's about to go and kick when he goes when he finds out uh, Raven's dead, he goes to kill. Jean Grey, and they all fight outside that house, wherever they are, and he brings it's up a dead, tube in it.
2: That was such a dead fight scene, man.
1: I liked uh, it, to be honest. Probably but, one of the few things about the film I actually did like. I
2: tell you what, I feel like, can I just say before you, because I know you've just already started going in on Dark Phoenix, I want to say that I, I did a ranking 1 to mm. 13 because obviously that's easier to like, to tally between all of us, but I'd put a lot of these films, I would say, on par with one another.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think the middle the middle five or six are much of a muchness. Mm. There are some very clearly better films and some very clearly poorer films. Um, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, Dark Phoenix, for me, is the worst of the lot. Um, either, well, Chris, what did you have, number 13?
2: I think because I just literally today watched Dark Phoenix for the first time. I actually put that just above New Mutants. It's the first time you watched it? Yeah, I, I think I only watched half of it before. Oh, fair enough. Because I've DVD, and I just I only remember it up to the point of which, um, maybe it's just because it was so bad I don't remember it. But I only remember <laughs> it up to the point where, um, uh, Gene, Graham and Magneto are fighting over the helicopter, which mm. you guys gave proper stick about before.
1: Oh, it looks shit. <laughs> and
2: I, just, I was like in my head, I was like, I think I had what you guys had said in my head, oh, yeah. and so like how else could they do this besides yeah. put, besides <laughs> putting some pulsating, like... It uh,
1: <laughs> so bad.
2: Yeah, like, they could have done some like, pulsating waves or something to do it a bit better. Like, they kind of... I feel like they do that in the older films. But, um, yeah, I just... I didn't think, like, if I took it for face value, that's what I... Tr- like, this is what I'm going to do when I do the start When I do my Star Wars ranking. I'm going to do, like, a list of things that I'm going to ra- rate them on. Because I feel like as, if I took it as a standalone film knowing the characters it wasn't necessarily a bad film but knowing what they did with X-Men 3 and knowing how they ended X-Men First Class 3 it made it a worse film I feel. And I feel like the, pit, the bits that pissed me off about Dark Phoenix were how Hank suddenly turned into like this guy who wanted to kill
1: uh, out. i like that scene though between do you know what i should know sorry chris i'll let you go, in there. go, on,
2: go, on, go on, sorry.
1: no but uh, i like the whole um so like the, one of the themes of dark Phoenix is that um professor xavier is letting all this fame in commas get to his head and
2: i like that I like yeah that.
1: me too and uh beast blames um professor x for roman's death and obviously his grief over Aman's death because he loved her, presumably, is that what leads it? That's what leads him to want to kill um, yeah. Phoenix. So I like that aspect of it. I like the emotional side of that, and to us, neither uh, Charles not being able to admit that he when he's wrong, either. Um, I thought it was pretty cool as well. Like the scene between the two of them uh, when they're in the uh, in the kitchen and he's trying to like share a glass of wine, um, glass of wine, whiskey, whatever it is. and then obviously <laughs> like. Uh, Xavier's clearly like, in the wrong, like, I feel like, in this situation. And then he's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to agree over, over my dead stepsister and this is what you're going to say to me, duh, duh, duh. And I was like, stop being a dickhead, man. Like, come on. like." And, it, and that's one of the things where I feel like after, they, after Days of Future Past, this, the characters do deviate into different... Like, it's a
2: different storyline, isn't it? Yeah,
1: different, different, like, different personalities as well. Because I feel like yeah. this this Charles Xavier, this is supposed to be... like If you was doing it as a continuous timeline this would only be 10 years removed from the first X-Men. And I feel like Sir Patrick Stewart's uh, Xavier in X-Men 1 and uh, James McAvoy's Xavier in Dark Phoenix are two very different personalities, I think. I
2: I think that's that's where I kind of liked Dark Phoenix a bit more than New Mutants, because I kind of was like, this is going down a different route to what we generically know about X Men, so our generic assumption is that it's Xavier versus Magneto, but in this film, it was against Jean Grey. Almost, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, maybe because it's just fresh off my mind, I put it just above New Mutants, basically. So what New you Mutants, have what,
1: Chris? Huh? You, do you, I don't think you said could you clarify what you had bottom. I don't
2: know. I'm pretty sure I had New Mutants at bottom.
0: Okay, so New Mutants is bottom. Why is it worse for you than? Yeah.
2: where's my list it's right in front of me no take that back i'll take that back completely. i was gonna I put,
1: say chris you've got put, pockets put, bottom. A bottom,
2: <laughs> bottom mate oh okay that was dead that was such a shit film, man
1: <laughs> so let's talk about because i have it bottom as well chris okay. yeah. you. yeah um so i do you know what yeah, it is yeah it's like you said a minute ago chris these it is much of a muchness like i think these two are very on par with each other but there are just certain things about i don't know apocalypse even the first time i watched it i was just like i I watched it with joe i was just like i don't know what it is but there's just something missing from this film and now that i watched it again i think it's just the lack of a villain a good villain like not even like i know um jessica chastain's character is bad really bad but i'd feel like Apocalypse, apocalypse isn't even like bad he's just nothing like I just didn't care about him at all. And I think yeah. it's annoying because the start of the film, I think is really good. Like ancient Egypt, da I think that's sick. But just after that, it's just rubbish. And I don't know if it's the way he acted it or what he did or I don't know. I just, I just thought, oh, he just left a massive hole in the film for me. And then that aside, everything else in the film's pretty terrible as well. Um, the only good thing about it, I think, was uh, Magneto, Magne- the bits of Magneto in, in uh, Poland or wherever they were. That's Mm. the only thing I enjoyed about that film. Everything else I thought was just rubbish.
2: Yeah, see, for me, I haven't obviously rewatched that one recently, but I feel like it says a lot that I only watched New Mutants probably a month ago, maybe two months ago, and I watched Dark Phoenix today to put Apocalypse bottom. (laughs) In my mind, it's, again, one of those meh stories, like, I don't need it. Um, It's another one, a case of a film, and we have this a lot in most superhero films the villains meant to be this real big big bad and then they get defeated like a click of a finger and it's usually from their own stupidities and so in this case the fact that our big bad could give people better powers
1: Mm.
2: and their better powers basically overcoming him Mm. and then the fact that we talk about the four great horsemen and we're given a terrible Who's meant to be quite strong but she gets beat pretty easily you get magneto cool we know he's strong you've just made him stronger but all he's doing is getting metal out the ground mm. yeah rubbish oh that,
0: so that scene you know that scene like in the in the final act where he basically spends 20 minutes standing in a floating orb of metal that's all he does he yeah. just stands there like coaching yeah. and you're like what are you doing like what yeah. is the point
2: yeah he's fucking awful. dead and then the fact that his other Apocalypse people are a guy with wings.
1: What? Can I say as well, Ben Hardy, yeah, that's the guy, who, so it's Angel, yeah, Ben yeah. Hardy, he's got the best agent ever.
2: He's yeah, in bare
1: stuff and he's it, just it, not a good actor at all.
2: He's <laughs> not a good actor. It was a dead character to play and it was dead to have him as a four horseman and Storm. That, I'll give it, They, I think they cast a fanta- fantastic Storm. I think, she did, I think she did great from what I remember. But then again, they were all defeated so easily for people who got that powers amp like ten times. Mm. This... I just feel like it was a, it was just such a dry storyline, man.
1: It was so mm. dry. it was uh, kind of like a Thanos storyline, but without all the build up.
0: I was gonna say, Apocalypse is he should have been like a multi <coughs> villain, yeah, because he's OP, like he should be OP, and you basically like this film. I put it at eleventh. But, you know, again, it could easily have gone bottom. It depends on the day, really. Mm. Um, I think I'll I'll go into why maybe put it a bit higher in a sec. But, yeah, I mean, so much, you know, so much of these characters, Apocalypse, Storm, Scott, Jean Grey, you get introduced to them and very quickly, like, something major happens with them. And there's not enough time to build up. Like, if they'd put Apocalypse over two films... And the dark Phoenix storyline over two films, then that you know you maybe would have had a better payoff, but you know for this, Jean basically you get introduced to her in this film, and um you don't really get to see her use any of her powers, like yeah, she can hear people's thoughts, and then an hour of screen time later, she unleashes the Dark Phoenix, and you're like, "Where on earth, like Chris said, in the first trilogy, they build up three films for that you know, even the Dark Phoenix film that came afterwards, spends a bit more time developing that. This was basically just like zero to a hundred, real quick, mm. and it was pretty terrible. None of them get enough did screen you, time you, to do.
2: Although I, although I completely agree with you that maybe he should have been the big bad after being hinted at through multiple films, maybe. Do you think we're getting greedy with the way that MCU have presented I think so. Bad? I think so, 100%. Yeah. If we had brought this film... Like, this, is what I've, this is what I'm trying to think about. Like We brought this film out before MCU had created this whole Thanos kind of... It's coming, kind of big bad. Would we have appreciated Justice League more? Would we appreciate the big bads in X-Men more? I mean, I don't think we would, but... <laughs> no. I think, I, think... I
1: think... Sorry, Chris, go on.
2: But I'm just... Yeah, sorry. Put it out there. Go and carry on,
1: sorry. Um... I I completely agree with what you're saying, Chris. I think the MCU has spoiled us into thinking that every film that we see should kind of be like basically an offshoot of the MCU. So it, so we think that he's as good as that. Um, I think the problem with Apocalypse um, is just that he's just not captivating. Like one of the best things about Thanos, for example, obviously you're using like one of the best comic book villains we've ever had, I think. But one of the things with Thanos is just like the way he's written, like his dialogue and the way his lines are delivered is so fucking captivating that he yeah. does like... You end up root well, I ended up rooting for him. I was like, oh what that else to win. So like when you compare that to a pocket, then it's just like everything's just so monotone and slow and it's just not like you just I don't d- give a shit.
0: I don't know if it's necessarily a creation that the MCU has done though. I mean, if you think back to um The Dark Knight, uh the Chris Nolan trilogy, if Heath Ledger was still alive, the Joker would have been in the next film. Mm. So you know, there is a precedent for not killing off main villains. And even Scarecrow doesn't die in Batman Begins. And I think he even appears in The Dark Knight Returns. So, you know, I think there are certain characters for comic book fans. And I'm not a comic book fan, so I don't want to, you know, not that I don't like them, I just don't read them. But, you know, when you introduce a character that's so powerful um, for them to just, you know, be introduced and killed off within one film, I think, you know what batman would have done and what the mcu has done is allow you to just take more time with the villains Mm. and for me that is to its benefit because you know we have said you know you said thanos is one of the best comic book villains i mean loki has had quite a lot of like development over his films whether he's a villain or an anti-hero or what Mm. you know whatever but now that these films have, a, you know, some of these series have established, you know, we can take two or three films. Um, imagine if Lex Luthor had died in Batman vs. Superman. You'd have been like, oh, they would've, I would have hoped for more to come from him. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. As long as not every villain has, like, a four-film arc, yeah. you will get the odd villain who should come and go, but I, I don't see a problem with it. Um, but, I mean... Sorry. I mean, the reason I, I had... Um, Apocalypse 11th was purely because I liked the idea of Apocalypse levelling up, leveling up by the mutants. I thought that was a really cool idea. Um, and the Quicksilver in sequence in the X-Men mansion was pretty cool. So those, mm-hmm. for me, put it up. <laughs> but um, yeah.
1: I Sorry to go into this, interrupt you. Actually, no, sorry. Let me finish what you're saying and then I'll just say one. No,
0: I, I was finished.
1: Okay. Um, I just want to say one more thing for why I campaigned for this film to be bottom is I think it has the worst scene the worst fight scene in all of these films which is um charles xavier and apocalypse having a mind off and then um charles xavier is like you're in my house now and then it starts fucking fist fighting him. I just, it's so fucking oh, lame
0: yeah.
1: it's yeah. so lame it, uh, it's so cringy like it's the only fight scene i watch i'm like this is awful when apocalypse like, gets big oh,
0: and smashes him to yeah the floor. it's just yeah.
1: terrible that's why it's the bottom for me. Also, I this think.
0: film... That's the longest film in the series. Two hours, 24. Jesus, Long.
1: It doesn't... Fit to, it didn't... Oh, well, obviously, Glenn, you watched it recently as well. I watched it last year, a few months ago. Um, It didn't feel super long to me. Did it feel super long to you? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough.
2: So long, that kind of gives merit to the film's storytelling. But I suppose... You kind of it's like if if it doesn't feel long, also it might be the fact that you're you're enticed to mm. want to know more, and then if they fail, then it's like nah, not good, yeah. not good. So,
1: um, quickly, sorry for context. Um, because I'm just gonna add Joe's Joe scores in here as well because might as well. Um, he didn't watch New Mutants, so I automatically put that bottom for Joe. So yeah,
0: okay. I okay. mean, Chris presumably you've got New Mutants second last. Yeah. Okay, Obi, where have you put
1: New Mutants? I have put New Mutants 11th. Third okay. Last. So
0: do you two want to talk about why it's so low on your list?
1: Um, yeah, I just think... Do you know what? It's not even a bad film. I think I've said this multiple times. I don't think it's a bad <coughs> film at all. I just watched it and I was like... I was kind of bored, if I'm being honest. Um, I think the the concept was cool. The idea was cool. I think when the trailers were coming out and everything like that, and obviously you're getting the horror vibe element from it, well, that was cool. Uh, and you guys know I'm a massive scaredy cat, but when I watched the film, I, like, the, I didn't find anything horror or scary about it at all. So I felt yeah, really. like the trailers were a bit misleading. Um, I feel like it was super, really predictable as well, actually. Like, from like the first scene, I was like, okay, I know where this is going. Uh, <laughs> which was a shame. Uh, and yeah, I think only uh, two, maybe three characters are interesting. Um, like, I would say Maisie Williams' is interesting. Um... I don't even know what her name is. Stormbear or something like that. Wolfbane, that's it. (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, what's the main character's name? What's her name? Uh, Russian lady.
0: Um, No,
1: not her. Not Onion Taylor Joy.
0: uh, (laughs) Oh, Moonstar or Mirage. Moonstar,
1: that's it. Thank you. So Moonstar. her Wolfbane, Moonstar and Go-Go Gadget, Onion Taylor Joy. Are the only like there are three characters who are like okay i'm interested in what it's the aspect The i'm interested in the breakfast club element of this story here and i like the whole you know guys i'm a sucker of a teen angst so like that was that was the vibe that i was getting from this film i thought this is cool every other character the guard the other the two boys two boys yeah the two boys the guard i suppose that's only the only character there in it i just think we're just meh like obviously one of the guys from Strange Things, I like him in that, but in this, it was very, very rubbish. And yeah, the end fight was crap. And yeah, that just—it's just much, much of a muchness. Like I think it's okay, but I wouldn't recommend anybody go watch this film. So. Chris,
2: um, I'd have to agree with Obes. It was a, it was, a, it was an okay film. Nothing too wrong with it, but it's just a storyline I just don't give a shit about. Like If I'm totally on it, but then, but then you've got to try new films, don't you? So, But I just feel like the connection between characters is a bit meh. I didn't really care about the character who had the wolf power, the big bear power. I just was like, okay, cool. And if they delved into a bit more about why they were being entrapped in the place, I feel like it would have been a better film, rather than having it all fixated more on the bear aspect of it
0: was supposed to be a trilogy, wasn't it? But that's got...
2: Quite was it? Off. Yeah. Oh. Was
0: it? Yeah. But uh, it this it? was in development hell for so long. But yeah. they just, it was
1: supposed to come out 2017, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I just think it was a bit of a mere film. I liked a- Anya Te- Joy's powers. I thought Maisie Williams' powers were interesting. can't even remember what Charlie Heaton's... Powers were all the other blokes' powers. I feel like, he, he had like a sonic boom or something.
0: Yeah, he was called Cannonball, and then the other one was called Sunspot, who manipulates energy.
2: Yeah, and I thought
0: um, the best shit and yeah, yeah, it was I put, okay. I put this one ninth. What? <laughs> what? I'm higher on it than most people, but I liked the horror, horror element of it. I think it, oh, it wasn't particularly scary. I think it was. I liked it. I like the different direction they're going in. Um, like you said, I liked the I liked the um, Breakfast Club type element of it. I think it was a bit messy. Um, I think it was ruined quite a lot in the post-production. There were some pretty terrible accents. I mean, Maisie Williams does Scottish. Annie Taylor-Joy does Russian, and Charlie Heaton does American. Um, meh. But I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I mean, lo- like we. have with a lot of these films depending on the, the mood you're in they can jump or drop a few places but yeah, yeah. where did Joe so by put the way, oh you put it, by, bottom, the way, sorry, they, it?
2: This, by the way this references Essex Court. by the way
0: yeah yeah
2: okay. that's true um, um wait, so, Glenn, going back to your point right of you saying like you like that it's gone for the horror aspect but it's not that scary does that not just diminish the whole point of it if it's meant to be a horror and it's not that scary like not even remotely scary or oh, horrific
0: no not to me um
2: so what do you make saying a horror and how does this how does this relate to horror
0: so there's the horror element of like being trapped in a psychiatric ward and she she has those nightmare visions of that um weird beast with like the the, the smiley of her face yeah. and then i think there's a point where someone like when she yeah when she has those sort of um nightmares or waking nightmares you know there is that sort of I guess Silent Hill type element where it the whole setting changes and it sort of gets a bit more like um it's more maybe psychological horror in a way. I mean horror, like yeah, loose term. It's it's not super scary, but but then again, you know, you can watch The Exorcist now and you'd be like, that's not scary.
2: <laughs> yeah, no fair play. I just was up intrigued because like, I get I get what you're saying with the masked people and all that, but yeah, cool. Cool.
0: To me, to me, horror isn't necessarily scary i mean i watched a horror film yesterday called the void which is like a sci-fi kind of horror and that was more just like focusing on like supernatural kind of gore and that sort of thing so it's those elements that make it kind of horror i guess um but yeah so what did, what did joe have second last
1: just for clarification because i know we just i just talked about new mutants but uh which i'll say i had dark phoenix twelve just put
0: oh um, uh, okay
1: yeah so, you had um,
0: Apocalypse, then Dark Phoenix.
1: Yeah, and then New Mutants. And New Mutants. Yeah, just for clarification's sake. Um, Joe had the Wolverine 12th. Oh, okay. That's quite does he, I th- I think Does quite he low. offer
0: an explanation?
1: As He does not. To be fair, in my ear, uh, uh, my bad, I didn't actually ask him for any explanations about anything. I mean, so. Muscle memory of what, what you remember,
2: because like, I know a lot of people don't like. I had a lot of quite a heavy amount of aspects of the Wolverine, but other people like the way I don't know anyway. Karen, sorry, we should talk about it when we get, get to it. Okay. Um,
0: okay, so so for me, 13th was Dark Phoenix, then it was oh, sorry, Chris, your 12th was uh, his 12th
1: was New Mutants,
0: okay, my 12th was X Men Origins Wolverine,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I don't blame you, but I like it more than most people, but I don't blame you. So,
2: for me...
1: (laughs) Chris, you're so funny.
0: The first first half an hour is actually pretty good. Like, when when they are basically like an X-Force type thing with William Stryker and they're going around, you know, they go to Africa and, and try and pick the Adamantium. Like, that was quite cool and I liked that bit. It's everything after that just really... Really makes it shit. Um, like, I didn't quite get. Um, is his name Sabretooth? Um, what's his brother? Victor Creed. Sorry, yeah. yeah, Sabretooth. I didn't really get his motivation for wanting to kill everybody. The people that you get introduced to at the beginning get killed off pretty quickly. Why you cast Will I Am in this, I don't know. Um, Gambit was shit. I like Gambit. Shit character. I like fucking playing cards at people. Shut up. And then,
1: isn't that what Gambit does?
0: Oh. Well, then he's a shit character. Deadpool ruined that. I mean, again, you know, I saw this after seeing the the newer Deadpool's, so I understand that. Too many characters. Too many Deus Ex Machina moments when you know you think Wolverine's gonna get hurt or killed, and then it's like, oh no, he survives, or you know, someone saves him, or. You know, all of that stuff. So I was just like, nah, it was very, very meh. Some of the effects were pretty shit. I know it's quite an old film now, and some of the editing was pretty poor. So for me, 12.
1: Bro, I, think, I think me and Chris had it quite a bit higher, so I suppose we can talk about it when we get near there. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah, fair enough. So I had Apocalypse 11th, which we've talked about. What did you guys have
1: 11th? I had New Mutants. Chris?
2: Wait, haven't we, haven't we just said this?
0: I Dark Phoenix, right?
1: Oh, sorry, yeah. Okay, right. So oh, now no. we're. No, no, we, no, we didn't say that because. you not. It's because you were talking about your 12th, and I had New Mutants 11th, so we just got dragged into talking oh. about that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Sorry, so, Chris,
1: yours, yours went. So, Chris, yours goes
0: Apocalypse, bottom, New Mutants, then Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. What's Joe's
1: 11th? Joe's 11th is Apocalypse. So okay. Talk cool. about that. Right, so we can all agree that Apocalypse is at least bottom three. Bottom three, yeah. Yeah. What's his tenth? Joe's tenth is oh shit, sorry, X three or X Men Last Stand. Sorry. Oh. Okay,
0: Okay. mine's a lot higher than that. Obi, what's your tenth? My tenth is Deadpool two. Hey. Is
2: that yours?
0: Is that yours, Chris?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can't really remember it, but yeah, yeah,
0: deadpool Let's have a discussion then. Uh, I put that seventh, but. Um. Again, much oh, over much Just,
2: What mate, is it? This film is basically a rehash of the first film with the same jokes, with some new characters, some old characters, and where do we start and where do we end up in the exact same position? Boom. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um. So like, my, I'm not a big fan of the, you guys know I'm not a big fan of the Deadpool franchise in general. Um, it feels to me like those films, well they are. Their comedy before their comedy films before their superhero films, yeah. Um, and I like films that are funny, obviously. Uh, superhero films that are funnier are even better, but I would prefer it to be. I prefer them to prioritise the superhero aspect of it first, before and then add the comedy in afterwards. This just felt like a chance for Ryan Reynolds or whoever was directing Tim Miller, I think, it is to make as many jokes as they can and then just put some superhero stuff in around it. Um, I think that Deadpool Two is like a Culmination of that, it just like Chris says, it just tries to take the first one. You know when like it's just a classic like sequel. They think like what what do people really like about the first one? Okay, let's do that in the second one, but times it by four. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and I just like I just didn't care. I just didn't, and I still don't. It's the only, so I rewatched the X Men films last year. This is the only one I didn't rewatch because I just don't care about. It. I didn't care about it then. I don't care about it now, and just like. Obviously there are things in there that make me laugh and that are funny, it's great. Um but even like the serious bits, for example, his girlfriend get dying, which I think was like a proper like emotional moment and like is drives him towards the end of the film, and then they end up just reversing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're straight the film, and they're like, Well, okay, this film was just a complete waste of time then, wasn't it? Yeah. Um and yeah, I just didn't like it. I thought I think they tried to do juggernaut in this and it just looked really shit. I just remember that yeah. popping into <laughs> my head, it just looked looking terrible. Um, the X-Force thing, or where they all, spoiler alert, like, where they all die, like, f- f- straight away. I think it's funny, but at the same time I was just like, like, I wanted to see the fucking X-Force. Like, why did yeah. you kill off everybody? So, yeah, and like, yeah, it just doesn't, the film to the whole hold doesn't work for me, personally.
2: Yeah, I've got to, like, I, say, I, I did find bits funny. Like, I do always find the Deadpool films funny. That's I don't think that's the issue with the Deadpool films, but I think there needs to be a bit more seriousness throughout them. Um but then other people would disagree, I'm I'm sure. And I think also um like Deadpool 2, I like Domino. I thought she I the I thought the actress did really well playing Domino. But at the same time it just lends itself to continua the continuation of the story conveniently. I feel. Um but yeah, that's all I'm gonna add to that. But yeah. And I, and I thought it was funny with the X Force, but again, like Obi said, like undoing it all kind of just makes the whole story a bit. Oh, Cable's not good either. No,
1: Cable, Cable wasn't.
2: Yeah, I was a bit dead that adding that character in, but then it lends itself to future projects, I suppose, if you have Cable. But if he can't go back in time, but he can. Well, uh, because Deadpool then well, goes back versus bare shit, right?
0: Yeah, he he they they basically fix his watch in a. I think it's a post credit scene of Deadpool 2. I mean, I had this seventh, which is smack bang in the middle, but there are quite a lot of things wrong with it. Um, I think, you know, Deadpool's whole thing is that it's very meta, so it's very much aware of itself as a film and thus a sequel. But the fact that despite that, it it just follows, like you've both said, so many conventions of a sequel that to me it's sort of like... Well what you're parodying you're not learning from. So first of all they fridge his um his girlfriend mm. which is quite a, you know, common trope which in more recent years is, is like being sort of revalued, like why do we do this? But they do it and then undo it at the end. So to me, if you're a self aware film, you should not really do that. Because, you know, it, you should be better than that <laughs> also yeah. the whole sequel thing with yeah more characters, bigger budget um, or we've already had one CGI character, let's just make another one to make them fight, like they're, they're falling into all of the traps of a sequel but parodying the fact that they're a sequel mm. and, and to me it's sort of like, again undermines it because you're, you're falling into those traps um, the, Julian Dennison who plays Firefists, like he's not a good actor yeah um, <laughs> Character of Cable wasn't that interesting.
2: I, thought, I think the
0: reason it's so high for me is because I do find it funny, and mm. I do find the meta commentary of it very funny and clever. Um, yeah. But it is a significantly worse film than Deadpool One. Um,
1: Agreed.
0: But I had it seventh, but it could go a lot higher, a lot uh, sorry, a lot lower. Um, so yeah. Um, Fair
1: enough. I could have easily put this film bottom. By the way. Fair it, enough. I, I I'm you know,
2: um, I would say. it's be on par with quite a lot of
0: films near the hmm. bottom, I'd say. Yeah, my 10th is The Wolverine. Um, I think it's a better film than X Men Origins, clearly, <laughs> but um, I like the focus on Logan, it is a lot more contained. Um, and I think Logan, the film Logan, does that a lot, lot better. Um, so it's better focus. I liked the sort of um element of of his you know past in japan um but i found it very slow paced um i thought the the kind of ending just felt rushed with the big metal samurai guy yeah um saw that twist coming the other villain with the acid like very awesome. underdeveloped and just shit so again it had a lot of potential but I feel like and they got to the end they're like oh we need a big fight scene and um you know have a couple of shit villains and again i think i was like where is this fitting into the continuity i don't know when it's supposed to be set before i know it's after x3 isn't it but yeah and i was like but is this a direct sequel to origins i don't know <laughs> um so yeah it's it's again it Depple is higher than it because I like the comedy. New Mutants is higher than it because I liked the horror element they were trying with it. Mm. But you know, they're they're pretty level. This is better than much, much better than Origins Wolverine, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was tenth. New Mutants for me was ninth. We've all discussed that. Um, what did you guys have ninth? Um, I had X Men Last Stand.
1: Is that okay. X-Men? Second, Chris. Is that X Men Three? Yeah. Hey, snap! Me and Chris were were on the same wavelength. What did Joe have night? Joe had Dark Phoenix night. Okay. Okay. So high. (laughs) Fucking hell. I know.
0: (laughs) Shouldn't we even bother with his rankings? Like, they're clearly.
1: (laughs) No, I don't mind it it, because. You can't
0: even justify them.
1: (laughs) It distorts it a little bit, which I think is good. Like, because I think. I feel like us three are fairly similar in thinking, but I feel like Joe's is. Joe's putting Joseph in has distorted it quite a bit, which I like. Well, I don't I'd, what to
0: talk I'd last stand fifth, so you guys yeah, talk it. about why it's ninth. I'll,
1: I'll go first on this one
2: because my on. yeah, X Men lot three could, or last stand could be higher. I haven't recently watched it. I only I was just starting to watch it prior to the um, earlier today. Sorry, should I say not prior to the pod? Because yeah, anyway, so. And I and in my memory, I can't remember too much about it. And I feel like, from my memory, the ending was very, like, sudden. Mm. And I feel like the general story of it wasn't the greatest. Mm. Uh, uh, I feel like, if I remember correctly, it was Magneto. Uh, I don't know, that's number two, isn't it?
0: This one's about the mutant cure and Jean Grey being resurrected and stuff.
2: Yeah, I didn't really watch any of it because all I remember <laughs> was Cyclops going off because he remember, he heard Jean Grey,
1: yeah,
2: and Logan Gilliam from Stick that he took over his class,
1: yeah,
2: and then and, Xavier the so-
1: was filming so- Superman Returns,
2: yeah, <laughs> and then they <laughs> told film about Storm taking over as principal, mm-hmm. and then they, can can I ask you one thing? I don't know if either of you remember because I know it happens in Dark Phoenix, but do they rename the school Jean Grey? school at the end of x-men 3
1: i don't think so no
2: okay yeah yeah so i don't really remember it but from what i remember i i thought it was the worst of the x-men original trilogy i can't really remember it that well so in my mind that puts it down there Mm. yeah
1: okay um okay so to go for what you're saying chris um i agree with you that i think it is the worst of the three I still enjoy quite a lot of it. I would say from from not from my nine upwards, I enjoy all these. Mm, okay, not Deadpool. <laughs> I enjoy most of these films. Um, this film, I think the the uh, cure storyline is really interesting. I really mm. like that storyline. I, I think the Dark Phoenix storyline is interesting, but I don't think they belong in the same film. Um, and at times, I think it kind of feels like you're watching two different separate films. And yeah. I think if, if they just focused on either of those storylines, the film, I think, skyrockets and becomes so much better. Um, also,
0: this film's very short. It's oh, yes four yeah, minutes. Flies by.
1: Yeah, it flies by. Which I don't mind, <laughs> to be honest. No? Because <laughs> I think X2 is half, at least half an hour longer than this.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, was there originally meant to be an X-Men 4?
1: Not a Scooby.
0: I feel like this... this I think it was always meant to be a trilogy.
1: Mm. I think there was supposed to be a trilogy of Origins films, but because of the film yeah. they decided to just make first class instead. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, um, I think yeah, the Jean Grey storyline. I'm, I feel like it came too fast, and she just kind of like, you get this hint in X two that she's got something inside her that's controlling her, um, and then in this one, it just comes like full glory, and she's just like evil, wants to destroy everything. I was like rah. Um but then there are certain aspects of it something I do like. So the Charles Xavier dying, I think, was cool and like unexpected, and I think that was that was really good. I think there was one thing I really enjoyed as well was um, Rogue storyline, of basically just kind of being I suppose kind of relatable because people think always think like, oh, what would you do if you had powers, and they never think like what would happen if you had powers that you didn't want that were bestowed upon you, and there's things that like something that you can't control. So she can't, like, for example, not being able to touch people is, like, a massive, massive thing, I think, anyway. Yeah,
2: because she was kind of buzzing about the cure, wouldn't she?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, she even... Well, so, gone. But But she was a prick to the
2: ice guy. Well... She was was like, why are you off with me? And she was like, because I know what all guys want. And he was kind of like, what?
1: I didn't say nothing. That's true. That's true. Um... That's true. That's just, that's her only security, I'm assuming, anyway. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, yeah. So I liked, even that's, that part of it, I think, I think is cool. But then she kind of just goes off to the fucking, um, to get the cure. And then you don't really, I'm pretty sure you don't see her again for the rest of the film. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you don't see her again for the rest of the film. So that's kind of like, left open ended a little bit, I guess. Um it does
0: say on Wikipedia, Rogue reveals at the end to Bobby Drake that she has taken the cure, much to his disappointment.
1: Oh okay, okay. Fair enough. And then in fucking Days of Future Past, she's got it back, she's got her powers back again. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh but then to that actually at the end of the film uh Magneto shows he kind of got his powers still so that kind of does track. So fair enough. Um you think it distracts at the end, um Xavier being
2: brought back to life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, obviously, I mean, what's the X-Men about Charles Xavier at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? So I get it, but at the same time, I was like, mm, could, could you not save that for the next film? Like, don't tell us straight at the end of this film. I think yeah. it's silly. Um, and then, yeah, the last thing that I was going to say is I really liked, um, even though it's kind of a character turn, I really liked Magneto's commitment to, like, mutant mutant mankind, where he's, like, um, obviously, Mystique is, like, him and, him and Mystique are, like, fucking... Do you know what I mean? Like um shit on f- flies on shit, do you know what I mean? Like those two are like boy boys, you know what I mean? And then you get to her being turned into a human and then he just sort of fucking abandons her and he and, and the thing the line that I love is like he looks at him and he was like, You were so beautiful and then he just fucks off. I thought that was actually like, a very I like that scene a lot. Um probably my favourite scene of that film. What was it, Chris? Quite poetic, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly That's the thing, because obviously most people will look at her when she in her blue form and be like, "Oh." But obviously he was like, and I, I think that carries over to the first class. class first class? Yeah, I think that carries over to the first class as well. Where yeah. he's like, he loves seeing mutants in their mutant form because how they should be, how how nature intended them to be, which I think is, is pretty sick. But I just think the, the aspects of the film just don't come together as a whole. That are like, I just think it's really messy. Um, and even, and I also I, I never really was a big fan of uh, Wolverine and Jean Grey's love storyline either, just because I feel like okay, it was a bit rushed. I feel like they had one moment in X One and then suddenly they were in love. Um, yeah. And then like uh, fucking, I think it's in this film where um, Wolverine to like is to um to Cyclops he says, oh yeah, she chose you and stuff like that and I was like yeah obviously she chose him they were like together for a time and you barely know her like you met her for like one night in X1 and then you fucked up on your motorcycle for however many months do you know what I mean you two barely know each other but yeah and obviously him being the one to kill her in the end I think uh, was cool because obviously it could only really be him but at the same time I think there was supposed to be some sort of like poetic like killing the woman I love blah 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 but I just didn't buy their love in the first place so yeah
0: I mean, most of what you've described, Obi, is why it's so high for me. I mean, it's it's a tight one hour 45, which is good. It's, it is it is the culmination of this trilogy, which has all of the characters that you've grown to like um, just basically team up against the people that want to take their powers away, which to me is such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think The fight scene at the end was really good. Um, I think that particularly, I mean, this was 2006, but the graphics still hold up. When he moves the Golden Gate Bridge literally to that island, I think probably Alcatraz or something, um, that to me was so sick. And I came to this, the original trilogy, much later than most people. I mean, I saw First Class and probably Days of Future Past before X1, 2 and 3. But, to me, which I know is a little bit of a controversial statement, this is the best of the that original trilogy, mm. purely because of the culmination and, and everything. I mean, um, I think X2 is too long, um, and I don't like uh, Nightcrawler in that film
1: particularly.
0: Mm. I don't really mm. like Striker in that film either. So I had X2 eight, Um mm. So, yeah, the worst of the original three. But again, you know, using the term worst... They're all decent films, but um, X2 for me was eight. It was just, yeah, too long. didn't like some of the characters. Oh, I disagree. So, it's,
2: it's, it's actually a solid trilogy, if you think about it. Like I it is.
0: So. And I had X-Men, the first one, sick. So um, just below. I feel like, Chris, you had it really high, didn't you? Um, um, I mean, yeah.
2: Anyway,
1: we can get I might as well just
0: talk about but I put X-Men 6 because I thought, I guess maybe it's the first one you sort of building up to it. I didn't really like the scene with the at the end with on the Statue of Liberty. I thought it was a bit meh. Um, but again, you know, this is coming after having seen First Class and Days of Future Past, which are much more impressive. So that does sort of tamper my expectations. I also thought Logan was a bit of a bitch in in the first X Men <laughs> film, so <laughs> he yeah, annoyed you,
2: me. I'm a sucker for one of the uh, an original in a trilogy, mate. I'm a yeah,
0: sucker. Fair enough. I mean, so so what were your guys kind of? Eight through six, then, because that's sort of what I've just described. Do you
1: want to go first, Tobes? Um Yeah, sure. Um, so, I eighth, I had the Wolverine. Same. Uh, seventh, I had X Men Origins Wolverine.
0: Okay. okay.
1: And then sixth, I had Deadpool. Or seventh. So,
2: we've got two of the same.
0: I mean, do you guys, I mean, I've, I've spoken about Origins and, and the Wolverine, but do you guys want to say why you've had it higher than both higher?
1: I I so I'll talk about uh, the Wolverine first. Um, I think I just, I just really like Wolverine and I really like Hugh <laughs> Jackman. So pretty much I just like anything that's where he's at the center of it. Um, uh, I like that this story is away from the X Men. It's just like it's its own story. I think um, the fight scenes. If you watch the unrated version as well like it's really bloody and i think you i, was, Glenn, I don't know if you've seen it but you would fucking love that uh, it, 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 it
0: wasn't that violent on on star so
1: yeah um but yeah so like i think one of the reasons that i like uh origins and wolverine is that it obviously he shows how old wolverine is and all the stuff that he's been involved in all the wars uh, wolverine in particular the wolverine in particular um focuses on him being in japan for is it I want, I'm, you know, I'm going to mess up whatever war this was, but it's Hiroshima, right?
0: Yeah, World War Two.
1: World War um, uh, Two. What was Nagasaki?
0: I think the similar time. Okay, cool. I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: Anyway, um, yeah, I just like like the whole aspect of him saving that guy, and then you go to present day, and he's grieving. Even though I don't like the Jean Grey love thing. He's grieving about Jean Grey. You get the the scenes of him and the in the bar where, cause obviously, he sees the bear and he's hurt, and he like he's like he feels like he's a beast as well because he's a real he's reasonable wolverine so he kind of like takes solace in the fact that this bear is dying and then he goes and fucks up the people in the bar um i like that i like his uh, sidekick woman who can see the future and stuff like that um i hated the uh the villain woman with the breath she thought she's terrible um <laughs> i think i think i feel like his love interest in this film i preferred him with her than i did him with jean gray yeah um same origins as well. I prefer him and his love interest in that than Jean Grey. Um uh, in the Wolverine in particular, I like the fight scenes. as well. I think the fight scene on the train is really cool. Um I think the the bit with um <laughs> the bit uh near the end when he gets caught on I think they don't show it in the the normal version. So like you know where he gets caught with all the like the ropes and stuff at near the end and he's like basically yeah. Yeah, that bit is a lot longer in the other version, um, and he's like fighting his way through. I think that bit really cool as well. The only thing I don't like about it like that much is the villain. I think the villain is kind of crap, um, and obviously the end fight with the whole robot, all that bit is crap. So like, if you disregard like the last fifteen minutes of the film, I think it's a it's a pretty good pretty good scene. Um, even like the whole obviously the whole like um, Japanese culture, the samurai element of it, I think is really cool as well. Um, so yeah, just little things like that I just think lead up to making a good film I think it's a cohesive story as well it all makes sense in, as far as I'm concerned um, and yeah I just really really enjoy it um, yeah that's what I'd say about the Wolverine I don't know if anybody wants to chime in on that or not no?
2: No. I'd have to agree with all that really the only thing I'd say is I think the guy starts off as a good villain the fact that he wants to steal mm. the power to save himself And it just shows that in in the aspect of the mutant world, humans can be real selfish, even though they've been saved prior. But, um, yeah, I have to agree with everything you said on that, to be honest. Mm. I don't know if I've watched the extended one. and now makes me want to watch the extended one.
1: Yeah, watch it if you can. It's cool. It's very cool. Um, Cool. And then, yeah, Orge and Wolverine. I don't know why... I I think these two could be... These two interchangeable, to be fair. I've got them eighth and seventh. They're interchangeable for me. Um, I just really... I think... The first like five minutes of this film just kind of like carries the rest of the film for me because I just really like how it start. We start with the eighteen hundreds and you see Wolverine and his brother fighting through all these wars. I just really like that that bit. To be honest, it's only like good. five minutes long. But I just really like it. Um, but yeah, I just like how they obviously they transition from like different scenes. You go from the Civil War to World War One to World War Two, and I like how they just ch- they change obviously the scenery to make it match, like, I, obviously it's really basic what I'm saying, it, but I just really like how they transition from each war to each war, mm-hmm. um, I think that's really cool, obviously you meet, um, uh, what's his face, Striker, as well, who I thought was a really good bad guy from X2, X2, yeah, X2, um, and obviously the young version of him, who I think, uh, the young version of him and the old version of him are similar, like, they, it, it, I feel like they could be the same guy, um, so I like that aspect of it and the I like I, I felt for him and I think it was is a is a more important thing. I think same with Logan as well. I felt for Wolverine in this film. I was just like, he's just a guy trying to live his life and just you know just be at be at peace. And people just won't leave him the fuck alone. And I feel really bad for him. Cause sometimes you yeah. just want to be left the fuck alone. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, just want to do your login. Do
1: you know what I mean? Like just be, be do you know what I mean? He just wants to be Jimmy, do you know what I mean? Like fucking hell. And then uh what's it called? And then yeah, obviously the striker comes in, manipulates his whole situation and forces him in and then we get to see obviously how he gets the adamantium in his uh in his body, which I think was was really cool as well. Um I like Stryker as the bad guy in this film. Um and obviously you I think he's really ruthless, which I think I quite like as well. Obviously they kill the old couple in the house and all that shit. And you that adds to the theme that like everything Wolverine touches basically dies. Um and I like that theme for him. I think that's something you see that's pretty common, I would say, throughout his appearances in all these films. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, just, I really enjoy that. I, I agree with you that it does... Obviously, Willie Ham's, Ham's not a good actor. We, we know this. <laughs> but I like Willie Ham, so I didn't mind him. He was in this. Um, and I think it does fall apart a little bit in the last 20 to 30 minutes. But I will... And obviously, continuity is all over the shop with Xavier appearing at the end and all that crap. Um, yeah. But... I don't mind the Deadpool thing as much as other people because I didn't know who Deadpool was or what he was supposed to be um, when I first saw this film. So that didn't bother me too tough. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I like the the relationship with his brother and how they were just, like, at odds with each other. But it does annoy me that, obviously, you see Sabretooth in X1 and they just don't acknowledge each other in the slightest because, obviously, yeah. they didn't write that properly. Um, but, you know, continuity continuity, you know? Um, they should have ended
0: Wal- Origins think... Wolverine with, with him fighting at where he's found at the beginning of X-Men. You know, is yep. it, isn't he fighting in a cage? In, in the...
1: Cage fight, yeah. In cage yeah. Of Canada. They
0: should
2: yeah. have done that. <laughs> mm. When well, win? I, I, because, well, should I talk about it? Well, I might as well talk about it now because you guys talked about it, but I put, I, it's fresh in my mind, so that's why I put Origins 5th. Um, I think oh. after in X-Men 2, it'd actually probably be more like 6th. Mm. and X-Men 2 would probably be fifth um, but I actually quite like the story I'm, I'm in agreement in the fact that this, I thought the story is quite good I thought the first 20-30 minutes was quite interesting as well the character building and stuff I didn't really understand why they started killing off all the other characters um, ASAP it doesn't really make sense why Striker made him adamantium, if I'm totally honest, either.
0: <laughs> that, sorry to interrupt, but he, he literally, he gives him adamantium, and then he's like, I'm going to kill him. And then he's like, shit, no, fucked up.
2: I, not quite like that. Actually, I do know why he gave it to him. He wanted to make him his weapon,
1: because yeah.
2: he going to erase his memory, and then yeah. take control of him, but it fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like you know this person's that strong, why the fuck would you... It, 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 anyway... I'm just splitting hairs. It's a story. That's how they start the story. Cool. Whatever. Um, I actually, upon watching it now, and I didn't know back then who Deadpool was. Obviously, it's not a true reflection of what the Deadpool is, but they do try and make similarities. So for instance, the mouth being closed is like the Deadpool suit where he doesn't have a mouth.
1: Mm.
2: And also when he starts shooting lasers out his eyes, they kind of try and make the shape almost of like where Deathpool's costume eyes would be. So they're trying. I see what they're trying to do, but I feel like they just dropped the character massively with it. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what I was going to say. I think, again, I'm a sucker for a uh, start of a trilogy, really. Mm-hmm. Origin of the trilogy. I think I'm a Agreed. sucker. Um, I like the farmhouse scene, how ruthless they were. Agreed on that. I actually thought Gambit was fine.
1: I like Gambit. I like Gambit.
2: You're quite. I, I know his powers of. If honest, if I'm honest with you, Glenn, you say his powers are shit. I don't know what his powers are.
1: Can't <laughs> even do I? <laughs> All right.
2: He's got a staff that he can he can whammy and it just vibrates the shit out of everything. And he's got ability to throw cards wherever he wants and suddenly turn them on fire. I think he's mm. pretty cool. I think he's pretty cool. Um, quite clever how an adamantium bullet can penetrate Wolverine in a way where it distorts him.
1: Yeah. I like Uh, how that leads into X1 as well, obviously, him not having memory of who he is. I I like that as well.
2: Exactly. And I liked his love interest. I kind of like the fact that she did fall in love with him. Uh, And I kind of like what she did to the guy, making him walk a shit ton of steps on his Fitbit. I wish she told
1: him to kill himself, though. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But then also saying that Continuity issues. He's in X Men Two.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, what was my continuity issue with it? Uh, I can't remember. There was some continuity issue with Striker in X Men Two. The
0: Striker. His, his his son in X Two has like wings, but in
2: no no in his X-Men, son is Jason. Uh, Next, now, Jason, who's in a wheelchair, who can. Yeah. Oh. now you're thinking of the um, the president or whoever he is. Oh, that's it. Done. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's it. Yeah. No, there's, there's, a... what's the continuity issue? Oh, fuck, it's gonna annoy me. Can't remember. Can't remember. Anyway, I thought it was quite good, but it's fresh in my mind. So I think upon watching next two, it's probably sixth. But yeah, there you go.
0: Okay. And then yeah. like. the the general first trilogy then you've spoken about last stand what what are your both your thoughts on x2 and and x (laughs) like where did you put them
1: i think so so i'll just go quickly so that um, chris can go but i have x2 higher than everybody on this list by at least two spaces um i feel like it is the best film of the trilogy and i think that it is um underrated by by the three other people voting in this poll um, I will acknowledge that it is about twenty minutes too long, um, and I discovered that upon rewatching, I was like, "Oh shit!" There's still forty <laughs> minutes to go in this film. I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay, but that aside, I think I enjoy every aspect of that film. I think this, I think of the original trilogy, that film has the best storyline um, and keeps me the most engaged. I would say of the three of them, um, obviously everything to do with Wolverine's origin, I think is cool. You get the bit with Nightcrawler. I think. I think the scenes with Nightcrawler as well are really well done, especially for a film that came out in 2003. I think um, I really enjoy watching them. And um, obviously, I like, the reveal of when they go to uh, Bobby's house and he has to reveal to his mum and dad that he's a mutant and that whole thing, and obviously Wolverine getting shot in the head. All of that, I think, is really cool. Um, and yeah, man, Magneto, sick. Charles Xavier, sick, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think that one's really good. If
2: you, if you haven't finished doing the ranking thing and haven't posted it, no. switch which my origins and X Men two around, please. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. I I finished watching it and I, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I
1: think mean, really good. Um, yeah, and this what this is where so for so you get into territory now. What I would say so for me from so I had X Men fifth and X 2 4th, So from for me from fifth onwards, I would have obviously I compare it to the MCU because the MCU is cut for us is like the pinnacle of combat movies, isn't it? So now you get to or like I would legitimately put these films in, in amongst my MCU ranking and think, okay, these are actually better than quite a few MCU films. Um, that's for me personally. Okay.
2: Yeah, um, for me, again, I didn't actually quite finish watching X-Men 1, but I did finish watching X-Men 2. Um, I put X-Men 2, well, as you've, I've changed it, but I've now put X-Men 2 as fifth in my list. 'Cause I've really enjoyed it. I'm the same as O's. I, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the story. Thought Nightcrawler was cool. Uh it was maybe a bit too long. Uh but hey Hope, there we go. Uh with the film these days is not really anything to talk about. Um and then what else was I gonna say about it? Uh I like the fact it starts off the Dark Phoenix kind of vibes as well. Uh, yeah, I thought it was generally quite an interesting film, like the fact that the Striker's motivation.
1: Oh, yeah, Striker's a great villain as well, I think. Yeah, I think.
2: Um, and then, probably and the best
1: villain of probably, this.
2: franchise. Job as well, actually, of being um, is This is the film where Striker tortures Magneto to get the thing about the where the mutants all are, isn't it? And then yeah. he realizes that Striker wants to kill all the mutants. So then he helps the X Men do the job.
1: Yeah, and then uh, he reverses I, I, it on him so it kills all the humans.
2: Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, sick.
1: Sick, sick, uh,
2: sick. Magneto's mad, bro.
1: But Magneto's great.
2: I love the, I love the chemistry between Magneto and um,
1: Xavier. Oh, uh, no. And
2: Xavier actually, I love their friendly but not so friendly.
1: Yeah, frenemies. Yeah, man.
2: But I actually, I also love how close Mystique and Magneto are. Yeah, like, they Work so well, being such villainy, doing such villainy with each other. Mm. But yeah, I'll put that fifth. And maybe shock, maybe a bit too high. I don't know. But like I said, I'm a sucker for an original. And this is probably, and this is, I've watched this years ago. And it's, I remember like everything about it. Maybe because I've watched it so many times. But X-Men 1 is actually second for me.
1: Oh, that's high. Ooh, oh, That is really high. I like X-Men 1, but oh, Chris, I don't
2: know. It may be because I haven't recently watched First Class or Days of Future Past. And maybe because I haven't, didn't finish it, watching it recently, but I actually quite like the politics of it. I quite like the introduction of characters. Admittedly, like I would say that this version of Sabretooth is a more feral version of the one we saw in Wolverine to give them a defence. Mm. But uh, I liked this. St- I feel like the X-Men stories were originally going to be based m- predominantly ro- around Rogue and Wolverine. Mm. And they kind of Subverted when she got a role in True Blood. That's how I feel about these stories. It's
1: very possible to be,
2: but I don't know. It, it might be a bit too high. You, you know what? You're probably right about X two. X two probably should be higher than it. But I've, I don't know. I think I've got a soft spot for it. So if it's not in second place, it's probably top four kind of thing. If you know what can I'm I, saying.
1: Can I um, quickly reel off um Joe's like eight to. Cause I think we yeah, yeah. The, uh, go for quickly. it. Sorry. So Joe. So uh, Joe eighth. He had X two. Seventh. He had Days of Future Past, which is so low. Oh, that's um, too low. So low. Six. He had uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, and fifth he had Deadpool two, which was way too low. What? What? Where's put Deadpool one? <sighs> we'll find
0: out in a minute. Mate. Oh man. No, picked,
1: no. Like he's fucking this ranking <laughs> up,
2: and <laughs> <laughs> he's not even here to defend it. So all it's null and void. <laughs> um, uh, well, like just, the fact we said this ranking was gonna, wasn't was going to be that long and we're now like two and a half hours yeah, I know, I know. Still, not,
0: still not as long as X-Men Apocalypse so just <laughs> putting that out there and we talked about Onda Vision and 13 films almost but hey ho, um, Anna Paquin didn't get the True Blood job until 2008 by the way, so that was after Last Stand um, but yeah I mean we're, we're
1: we'll talk now, about
2: hold on, it came out in 2008 right, so she would have been filming a year before
0: yeah, but then last time came out in 06 so presumably oh. should have been in 05 but hey-ho anyway yeah uh, i'm just being pedantic um i mean look i think our top three are pretty much the same so the only difference is where we've all ranked deadpool so i ranked it fourth um i think that's higher than both of you
1: presumably
2: yeah. i put my seventh
0: yeah okay I'd see. so i mean deadpool i think I think for me, if I had seen the original I'm X-Men trilogy when they came out... I'm,
2: before you talk about Deadpool, I'm telling you, Obes, that is a fake entry into your list, bruv. That is way further down the way you talk about
1: Deadpool. Do you know what it is? But I've done it now, so fuck it.
2: <laughs> You're
0: <laughs> not true to yourself, Obie. I
1: know, I'm being dishonest to my federation. Shout out to Arsene Wingo.
0: Um, But what I was just saying, if I'd seen the original X-Men trilogy as they'd come out, I probably would have been higher on them, because... Mm-hmm. Seeing them after having seen First Class and Days of Future Past is sort of you know you're watching a lot older films when these newer ones are really good. But hey ho, uh, Deadpool. I just really like the what they what he does with the character. It is mostly just focused on Deadpool, which is you know what I didn't like too much about Deadpool twos too many characters. It's very funny. I mean I've seen it like three or four times now. The second time I saw it, I knew all the jokes, so it wasn't as good. But the you know, the next time I was like, actually, they do hold up, um, you know, parodying itself. Um, Ajax or Ijax or whatever they call him is a pretty shit villain. And the final fight scene is pretty shoddy CGI when they're that on was, the big yeah, boat. Bad. Bad. But the comedy element, which is by far and away what this film is about, was really good. And um, I think Ryan Reynolds is very charismatic mm-hmm. and he, he plays it well. Um, i just liked all of the meta references so that's why for me it's so high um and it is just
2: so...
0: i didn't get any of that chris
2: it's like the perfect role for him
1: isn't it yeah i yeah. will give this some credit because it is different from any other superhero film we have seen up until this point so i'll give it credit in that sense and it paid. yeah it like it's it was a pioneer in that sense so fair enough fair play to it um, but yeah I think I've just talked about what I didn't like about Deadpool 2 it's pretty much the same what I don't like about Deadpool 1 Deadpool 1 to honest, I had it sixth. So I think, it, I think it's a good film it's just not for me does like, mm, yeah. that makes sense? Um, yeah. so like, I get like, I completely understand why people like it but it's just not to my taste um, and yeah it's, obviously the jokes are some jokes are funny I think to be honest I watched it the other day and I think I maybe laughed at two jokes I think I laughed at the bit with the baby arm and then yeah. after the bit where um I think like right at the beginning where his like his <laughs> I think if his hands and his knees get fucked up and the limbs, limbs are just limbing the limbs are just limping and it's just like bare limp and stuff. I, I thought it was really is funny.
2: Is that when he punches Colossus? Is- yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that was funny. Um yeah, like you say, the villain is beyond shit. <laughs> I, I think. Um he's just like a non factor really for, for me. Um I like the the chemistry between him and um, Vanessa?
0: Yeah, Vanessa.
1: Vanessa, who's also she's a,
0: Yeah, I was going to say, are you started, have you started Homeland?
1: I'm on episode 10,
0: yeah. Oh, okay, same with me. Um, we'll talk yeah,
1: about that in another pod. <laughs> we will talk about another pod. Other than that, I just think the film is, you know, it's so-so. Like, it's definitely not a bad film, in my opinion. But obviously, yeah, it's not one. Like, when I watched it the other day, it's only the second time I've watched it since it came out the first being in the cinema so it's not enough, not one that I've ever rushed back to see I think if I had to pick these films on rewatchability, this it be very close to the bottom I think that's the thing with comedies though isn't
0: it it's like when you know the jokes like it they they lose their impact so mm. because it is a comedy if you watch it too quickly you know for a second time you'll be like oh, it's not as funny which is what mm. I did and then having waited a few years to watch it for a third or fourth time like you're like oh, actually it's still funny or in my opinion yeah. um that's fair. Right, top three. Presumably, Chris, what possible. was your
1: fourth? Sorry, sorry, sorry. What
2: was your fourth again? X. Yeah, Glenn just skipping over me. <laughs>
0: oh, you said X Men was fourth, didn't you?
2: No. Nah.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: He had
2: X Men number two. I well, I actually only said up to my sixth, and I just said I interchanged Wolverine Origins and X Men two. Oh, so no. sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. The story's yours, Chris. <laughs> no, no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And I was just going to agree with you about Deadpool as well. To be fair, I think it's a the first time it comes out, it's like a wow, wow film. And then afterwards, it's a bit like, cool, okay, it's done. But I think a lot of my, like you said, I think a lot of my middle films are like interchangeable, even. Mm. Yeah. So, but uh, my full film was uh, Days of Future Past, extended edition. Mm. Okay. The Rogue
1: I didn't cut. know
0: there was an extended edition, to be honest.
2: Yeah, there's a cut with Rogue in it as well. Yeah. Because oh, right. the, that's the thing that annoyed me about the film was. You don't really, I don't believe they explain Kissy's powers because in the previous film, all she can do is run through walls. Mm. She can do some mind bending bullshit to take someone back in time, right?
1: Yeah, basically. She can project her yeah. consciousness back in time.
2: Basically. Yeah. And then Rogue obviously comes into it in the, the cutscene where she, t- Kitty can't handle it. So she takes Kitty's powers and then does it. Yeah.
1: I think at that point she'd be doing it. I presume she'd be doing it for hours. Yeah. she's probably using up all her power, I would imagine. But
2: yeah, it's um, days of future past for me. Fair enough.
1: I had that second.
2: I had it third. I think I, I, think, I think I think I think I've screwed up the top four by putting X Men one up there. <laughs> but that's that's I mean it's all preference, isn't it really? Yeah, that's the thing. The fact, exactly. The fact, the fact that I haven't watched First Class or Days of Future Past in years, mm. literally since the last time we spoke about X Men, I think the general top three would probably be Days of Future Past, First Class, and Logan. Right? That's
0: that's my exact top three. <laughs> um, so there but, you go. I mean, for me, days of, to me, Days of It's mad that Days of Future Past is the second in the new trilogy, but mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, we're just going to bring everybody back from the original trilogy." Mm-hmm. It's quite <laughs> a brave move, but Good idea. It was. It was. I thought it was executed brilliantly. Like you have got. The, you know the new versions of the old characters and the old versions of the old characters and i just think and then you just have wolverine exactly i, just, I mean it is a mess chron- chronologically and um continuity wise but it was just really entertaining all the characters work well they don't get a lot of time each but it was sort of like a infinity war before infinity war you know with all of these like massive characters coming together mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean i think uh so I had that second, I had first class third, um, which uh again I just like James McAvoy, I like Michael Fassbender, all of the car all of the actors I really like and I think they play them their characters really well. They've got good chemistry.
2: As, as you've as you've watched Days of Future Past, the most recent of all of us, I believe.
0: Um I wouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, like two three years ago.
2: The very end of Days of Future. I watched a
1: few months ago.
2: But <laughs> on. <laughs> because at the very end of Date of Future Past, if I remember correctly, Magneto puts loads of metal inside of Wolverine, slings him somewhere into the water. Yeah. And picks up on a boat.
0: By striker. But Stryker. it's actually Mystique.
2: But it's actually Mystique, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So then, does that mean he doesn't get taken to the
1: island? Well, technically, you'd think that. But then in fucking um, Dark Phoenix... No, not Dark Phoenix. Apocalypse. It's- it's- he ends basically- up there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This is what, thats the only
2: bit that pissed me off about that Days of Well. There's a mm. actually there's a few things that pissed me off about it, but that bit pissed me off about Days of Future Past a little bit. Mm. That they need—I think I needed a little bit more on top of that. Like mm. was being a prick and just slinging him off to be with bad guys, mm. or did you go and save him.
1: Well, yeah, presumably she was saving him. I don't yeah. know why she—I don't know why she would want to. She gave no inkling in that film that she had any like ill will towards Wolverine. So I don't know why she would end up giving him to the bad guys so like things if you pick if you end that film and it is just striker then it all just makes sense it does yeah so i don't know why they had to put it in that it was (laughs) this is what they keep doing
0: every film they do a little like post credits or a little tease and they just don't ever follow up on it it just happens all the time yeah every film it's like hey i'm gonna tease this or or the next film they just wreck on something they've they've done in the same previous film you think no one is no one is overseeing this. This is what Kevin Feige has done to modern cinema, isn't it? Mm. Everyone's like, that That franchise needed a Feige. Yes, mm. it does. Um, but yeah, Obi, where, where did you have Days of Future oh, Past?
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, oh,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm overlooking you again, Chris. Sorry.
2: Being a piece about Days of Future Past was the fact that Ice Dude got, got killed. Just saying, he's like one of the strongest sex men and can turn into fucking water. Yeah. How
1: the fuck... You're not wrong.
2: Just throwing it out there. That's all I'm saying. Continue, continue.
1: Um, So, I had pitch past third. Um, I think this film's, like, really, really good. Like, I was, it was one of the ones that I was kind of, like, afraid to be watching, because I thought it wasn't going to be as good as it was when I first watched it. But it's still really, really good. I think the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, where the expert are basically just getting fucked up by the Sentinels. I think it's fantastic. Like, <laughs> it looks like there's literally, like, I think the the whole uh, when they basically whenever they flash back to present day 2049 or whenever it is 2039, um, and it's like very doom and gloom, like we're all about to die. I think those scenes are great, and I think you feel the tension in those scenes and the, like the impending doom that's about to take place. Um, I disagree with you slightly, Christian. That I don't mind Iceman dying, like because the only thing that I that I wish is that I wish that we had in those scenes we had seen other characters that we had seen before in X-Men films because I felt a bit I was a bit like oh allow it when Iceman died I was like oh man because obviously we've seen him in previous films before whereas the other people who died like I'm correct if I'm wrong but we've never seen them before or if we did they're very minor characters who else died Colossus died right I can't remember for of me I'm not going to lie Colossus did die yeah Yeah. I can't remember anybody else
2: we've seen him in both the other X-Men the the X-Men 2 and X-Men 3 yeah
1: I think he has like one line yeah
2: and then yeah, the other characters are all new, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, so if they if they just replaced those with people who you knew, re- I think it would yeah, I think it would have been a bit better. Um I read really, like to be honest, if you in these films, in any other film, future films, for anybody listening, if you cast uh Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy, I'm there. Like like <laughs> Ben said, their chemistry is it's, off the, off the it's unbelievable. Like it's literally unbelievable. To the point where I think it, I think it might be better than Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I'll say so. I again, think,
0: I, I did see these these films before the the originals, so fair But yeah, I think their chemistry is better. But, I just think yeah. they
1: they just bounce off each other so well, and you really do get that sense of like, they both want the same thing, but just by different methods. Well, they don't want the same thing, actually, really, do they? They, they believe that they want the same thing, but actually what they want is, like, vastly different. Um, and I just really like the the dialogue between the two of them. Um, and then, like, well, I had we'll say in mean, a minute, I First Class Second, but basically, First Class introduces a load of characters slash new actors that I hadn't seen, and then they bring all those back into this film as well, and I think they all gel really well together. Um, obviously, you get add Wolverine into the mix as well. I love me some Wolverine, so that's all. That's always great. And then obviously you have got Peter Dinklage as um, Trask or Trust.
0: Yeah, Bolivar Trask, I think. Is yeah, it.
1: and I, I I like his motivation, and I like him him as a bad guy. I think as a bad guy is quite cool as well. And even like the whole even like the time travel aspect of it, which I feel like kind of gets a little bit looked over in the fact that, so this thing, Mystique does this thing and this leads to this thing. So then now we have to change, now we change the past so that this certain thing happens. And then now we have to make Mystique do this so that this happens. And I just think I like the whole past effects in the future, that whole time travel aspect of it, I think is really interesting as well.
0: Um, I, to- I told you, it's Infinity War before Infinity War. I mean,
1: boy, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, mate. Um <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just think, as an action film as well, it's I just think I really, really enjoy it. And I think it's how how long is it? Two hours twenty something? Mm, it flies. By. I think it flies by. Yeah. I think
2: it's 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 okay to be a long film because it's got so many different moving parts and so many characters in it. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I I, I like the. F- this is why I was earlier when you lot were like, "Yeah, just go with your gut." I was like, "Oh my god, am I being wrong here?" But. I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I haven't watched it in ages, but I remember life in the film loads. Yeah. And I'm think, in my head looking thinking back on it, I'm like, are these robotic machines a good villain? In my head I'm like, that doesn't sound very good. But then
1: it obviously play, plays pays off quite well in the actual I just, Yeah, I just loved how powerful they were and how like ruthless they were. <laughs> and like they were just fighting and you're like, How the fuck are they gonna beat these things? <laughs> like literally they just can't do anything to stop them because they'll just take your power and use it against you. I just thought that, that aspect of it was just so sick. Um, yeah. And this is what film, one of the films that I think is up there for me. If I was to rank it against MCU films, it would be up there.
2: Yeah, it, I agree. So the only thing, the problem with it, unless they explained it and I don't remember because obviously again, I haven't watched it in ages. Why does Mystique's powers entitle the machines to then replicate everything else? Because Mystique can't replicate powers.
1: That's a very good question. And I can't answer it for you. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, Me neither, mate. Sorry.
1: I think they might explain that
2: in the film. Maybe. They probably do. I think. It's it like So it it must be something. Because I feel like if I'm thinking of it now, not having watched it, it must be explained.
1: At some That's point. Fair, Chris. They've shown they don't give a shit about <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. the> little <laughs> questions, to be fair. The very, the very um, so...
0: Chris, what? Where did you have first class?
2: First class was third. Then okay. I had. Then, any com yeah.
0: any any comments from either of you on first class? We've talked uh, about uh, it. It
2: it was honestly, I remember watching it thinking, wow, like I wasn't sure this was going to be good, but this was really good. Mm. Like to go back and delve into all their like why they all started, how little mm. fre- how they're all frenemies as well, mm. and it's also like. It actually just started a different timeline, but you don't really expect it. Mm. I feel like when watching First Class, you expect everything to end up the way we see it in X-Men 1.
1: Yeah.
2: But really, it's not. Because you see such a great friendship with Mystique and Xavier. Mm. You know, the friendship build between, slash love build between um, Magneto and Mystique.
1: And Beast and Mystique.
2: He's the mystique. Then mystique and the devil guy, who then we assume makes Nightcrawler, or is that just in the newer films?
1: I don't know, to be honest. It could be. I've actually not no done. So I
2: think I think it's great. I it's, think
1: that film was fantastic.
2: Is Quicksilver in the first one as well? He is, isn't, he?
0: No, he comes no, in and dates
1: future, future, future Past. past. Oh, I yeah, didn't even men- We didn't even mention that scene. That scene's bloody brilliant.
2: I, wait, yeah. I thought in. I thought wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Days of Future Past, he does the whole...
1: Yeah, Magneto's locked up in Days of Future Past yeah. after what happens in First Class, yeah. I believe. And then
2: the third one, which was a sixth scene as well, That's is when he, he gets everyone in the house, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah. He's locked yeah. up because they, they thought he killed the president. Sorry, in Days of Future Past. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, First Class, just to quickly sum up, First Class, I think, is a fantastic film. I think the origin... This one, Michael M- Michael Fassbender, man. Fuck me, that guy's good. Like, I just think... <laughs> Everything that he's, every aspect of the film that he's involved in is so good. Like, obviously, the whole Holocaust thing, they fleshed out a little bit with Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan? Kevin Bacon. Um, uh, they, They fleshed that out a bit with him. Um, and obviously he gets to, yeah, like he meets his friend. They start as friends. You see how they become friends and they, that slowly becomes less of a friendship and a bit of like, you know, there's a bit of enemy in there. I think that's really cool. Obviously, they put like real, real life shit in there, Cuban Missile Crisis and all that stuff. Um, Xavier, you get to see Xavier as like a young man. And obviously him when he's trying to like chat with girls and stuff like that, and like, oh, like this is, this is cool like because it's not something you would expect um, Xavier to be. And then obviously you see that he would mature into... The Patrick Stewart, Xavier, or you'd think that anyway. And to, just to add on to that, I like in Days of Future Past as well, that he's like a... Is it Days of Future Past or Apocalypse where he's a drunk? Uh,
0: Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of
1: Future Past. Yeah, and he has to be convinced, basically, to become... Yeah, well. exactly. I think that's... I, I really like that aspect of it as well. Um, but yeah, going back to First Class, um, I like I just like the origin story and then bringing together this whole team. Um, some of them make it, some of them don't. I like that a bit of it as well. Um, and... I think the um, adding of... um, What's her name? Yeah, her name is... I think, actually, Jennifer Lawrence is actually good in this film compared to um, the later two she's not good in. Um, And then you've got Maura Taggart as well, and there's a nice little love interest for Professor Professor Xavier. I think their chemistry together is really good as well. And obviously, you get the end where he, like, wipes her mind and stuff like that, and that's really sad. Um, Yeah, man. I think that film's sick. Yeah, that's what I have to say.
0: Don't disagree with that. So, presumably... All of us had Logan number one.
1: It is the only unanimous between the four of us.
0: Oh, even Joe had it. He didn't even have Jack, like yeah. Dark Phoenix number oh, one. Oh, I didn't
1: something. even say sorry, so Joe had X Men first cast three. Uh, wait, did I say his number four Joe's number four? I don't know. Nah, mate. You didn't. So Joe had so Joe's number four was X Men. Um, X Men first class was number three. Number two was Deadpool. And number one was Logan.
0: Yeah, but this is coming from a bloke who really likes Man of Steel, so
1: yeah, I, I, really, I really like Man of Steel.
2: As we as, as we've learned, as we got older, Man of Steel probably isn't as bad as we first depicted it when we were younger.
1: I really, I actually, I watch it again every time I watch Man of Steel. I like it more and more.
2: Uh, gonna, I, would, I, really I wouldn't
1: go it. that far for me, but I would say that
2: upon watching it more recently, like in the last two years or whatever, I've come to appreciate some of the aspects they were trying to put across mm. in the film.
1: If that makes I'm sense. I'm gonna watch it again when Justice League comes off.
0: So, talk to me about Logan, then.
1: Oh, do we really need to? Logan is a flipping masterpiece. What? Balisima. That's all I'm saying. I, I, do you know what? It is really
2: good. I could see why some people would probably prefer maybe one of the other three we said in the top three over it, but I I can't see that. Yeah, no, you just, you just fucking love it, mate. I know you do. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's a great film. I think it's truly like emotional as well, mm-hmm. in the sense that we've got our iconic Wolverine basically at death's door,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that we're watching him basically pass on the torch to his supposed daughter, mm-hmm. and, X23. And he's going against an absolute machine that is pretty much himself. Yeah. Is her name X23?
0: Yeah. Yeah, X23. Yeah. Um,. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a, it just ties up that character so well from all of the, you know, myriad of appearances he's had. He's, he's been in most of them, isn't he, in some form or another, even if it's him just at a bar telling someone to F off. But mm. it, it, yeah, it, it's emotional, like Patrick Stewart does really well as well with like a sort of fading um, Xavier. Mm. Um, it's also, it's also like for Logan, what the two, the, the 2015 Deadpool is to Deadpool, it's like it's showing it in its like proper format you know, which is why people rate Deadpool so highly because he's the merc with the mouth, he's violent, he's sweary. great, and that's also what, you know, Logan who's pulling who's metal claws you know, when he stabs someone it, you know, it's more kind of I guess realistic to see the aftermath of that and um, I think both Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart do really well in this film so, you know, I mean, uh, you probably wouldn't have begrudged either of them a, a nomination for something. Um, not I wouldn't they...
1: have. I genuinely wouldn't have. I, th- I think Hugh Jackman in this film is up there with, I think so. So just to clarify, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart in this film, I think is the best. Oh, I don't know. OK, apart from Heath Ledger in Dark Knight, if you can think of anything else, stop me. But I think these are two of the best acting performances I've seen in a comic book film. Yeah, uh, he te- takes the cake but after yeah. that and like I think like just to quickly wax lyrical about this film I just think it's the best written film um, and when you think about it like not the story's like not that elaborate like not loads of stuff happens in this film but it's like you say it's just the end it's the combination of these two characters and their journey together um, it's at like the end of days
2: isn't it really but, yeah exactly and, like,
1: Species. Exactly. And like the whole film, there's just a very like sombre mood about it. Because I think obviously in the story and in real life, you know that like these two being in this franchise together is coming to an end. And then you get the, to the bit where you see that the father son relationship that develops between, has developed between these two and like has been showcased in throughout the film. And then you obviously add um, X-23 to that and you add like a daughter element to it. And even the fact when um, they meet that family on the highway or whatever, and they go to the house and he calls, he said, oh yeah, this is my dad. Um, what's, he, what's he called him? Chuck. This is my dad, Chuck. And obviously that's my daughter. Like it, Even that whole thing of it, I think is so good. And then obviously you get Patrick Stewart saying, oh, this is what you could have, Logan. Like this family, this is what you could have. And he's like, basically Logan's like, no, this do not happen for people like me. Oh, and, then, and then he dies. And then when you get, oh man, <laughs> you get Wolverine coming in up the stairs. And he's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Like, trying to assure him that it wasn't me who who did this to you. Like, it could never be me, because obviously, like, I love you sort of thing. And then you get the bit with him burying... <laughs> oh, mate, this film's fucking, fucking sick. I might watch it again. <laughs> you get the bit with him, him burying, and he can't even bring himself to, like, give him a proper eulogy, because he's so filled up with anguish. And then he, like, smashes up the fucking car to bits, and then collapses on the floor. <laughs> oh, God.
0: I think the marketing for this film was really good as well, wasn't it, yeah. um... Wasn't it, um... Hurt by Johnny Cash was playing over the trailers yes, and stuff. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, shockingly, I've only seen this film once, but oh, even with that, I put it number one. Chris, any thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, it's a good film. And like you said there's not really <laughs> too much of a a big like end game story, is there? Like, not in terms of MTU, I'm just talking like there's not a big bad really, is there? Well, there's a bad guy, but now yeah, I think it's a really good story. Did he get an Oscar or anything? Because the way Obi made it sound, it sounds like it Oscar Burley.
1: It was, bro. I'm telling you. I've, who won Oscars? Like, actually, wait. Let me see who won Oscars that year, and then maybe it's. Not. Um, but, it, yeah, but
2: it doesn't matter. I, I didn't know if Stephen Merchant's character was necessary in it, but
1: um, yeah, it was cool. I didn't mind. I, didn't mind I
0: like to... Same character as in Apocalypse, by the way.
1: Is that actually? Is that for sure the same character? Do we know that for a certain? Cause yeah, I know both... they've got the same name.
0: Oh, they've both got the same name, that's well, the I'm sure, like, they're,
1: they're they're just so drastically different. <laughs> just like,
2: yeah. Is this the same guy? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: but yeah I, I kinda like the film The fact It's the End of the Days, it's the almost the end of the the generation of mutants and
1: And even like you hear about like his like well Oh, presumably Patrick Stewart had a, like, a fucking brain fart and killed loads of people, but you don't actually see it. You just hear about it. And then you see him being like, t- when he almost kills all his people, they're rolling through the casino. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> that was good, man. Yes. God. This would be up there. So this, for me, just for context, people, um, this is top. If I had to put this in MCU, it's, it's minimum top six. And that could change... All oh, right, anywhere, anywhere from six to one. It could be any. It could be in any positions, depending on what day you ask me. <laughs> oh,
0: no, fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow, blind me. that was epic. Um, we have two hours forty-five, so that is mighty Literally, long.
1: Um, do you want me to just go? Because I've obviously I've combined our rankings based on like uh points system. So do you want me to just clarify that for the people listening? Or? Yep,
0: just go one through thirteen. What, okay. what what are our kind of
1: amalgamated
0: aggregate?
1: So yeah, our combined rank we've got so at thirteen. Oops, sorry. At thirteen we have Apocalypse, twelve Dark Phoenix, eleven New Mutants, ten The Wolverine, nine X Men Last Stand, eight Deadpool Two, seven X Men Origins Wolverine, six X Two, five Deadpool, four X Men, three Days of Future Past, two First Class and number one Logan
2: right is this with the my little change as well or not
1: um it doesn't make a difference
0: to be fair Chris. So not
2: okay
0: no the only ones i'm mad at are that um origins is so high and last <laughs> stand is so low but other than that i can't disagree with it too much
1: <laughs> i i only thing i disagree with is that because i can understand everything the only thing i disagree with is fair enough origins might actually be a bit high i think it's it's the position I had it, but it's probably a bit. Is um, that X one? We've got X one above X two, which I think is a mistake.
0: Fair enough. Well, uh, you're you're going to put them out on the socials, aren't you? Yeah, I will. So, yeah. Twitter is at YC Podcast Seventeen. Did I get that right this time? I got it wrong yeah. last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let us know what you think about the rankings. Uh, any major disagreements? Um, um, I think you. Chris, you and Obi are pretty similar of your rankings. Mine was slightly varied. But, um, yeah, Joe has absolutely no, no leg to stand on because he's not here to defend his decisions. So, uh,
2: was Joe included in our, to- in our joint ranking? Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's null and void. Um, but,
2: he's
0: yeah. Part of the joint <laughs> I don't know if it'll make too much difference, to be honest. Although he did have some pretty mad scores, but hey-ho. Yeah, well, um, that was a big... Big ranking in the pipeline. We're going to do Star Wars. Um, and what else have we got? What else have we ranked recently?
2: Anyway, they can find
1: out, can't they?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: We, had our, we had our MCU one as well, I think, but we might have to save that for when a few more things come out.
0: Yeah, we're not doing all 20 of those films in one hit. <laughs> yeah. might,
1: we might just do maybe we'll maybe at the end of the year we'll just do like a phase four ranking kind of thing.
0: Yeah, okay, well it's pretty late at night now we've been doing this for almost three hours so thank you for for sticking with us um but yeah follow us on the socials and uh tune in next time keep it sexy